P-A-S-C-A-L You are now rocking with that dude Pascal We be going wild Haitian in the building So, so, so original Got the haters catching feelings Get your hands up to the ceiling And keep them held high Cause some of is already Forget about it, goodbye All of you just saying hi Five somebody rise up Weekdays catch us live Somebody let's go Good morning. Good morning, everybody. I hope you're having a thriving Thursday. It's Thursday. One more day till the weekend, y'all. And it's been a weird week. I'm just going to be real. So I'm very happy that the weekend is going to be in full effect here very, very soon. But man, you know, I got my boy Jackie Buck in the house. What's up, man? How you doing? Hey, hey, good morning. How's it going? Man, good. Beautiful day outside. It is a beautiful day over here. Over yeah. here, you got to remember, we got people from all over the globe that watch this show. And uh, right. so definitely take a look outside your own windows and let me know if it's sunny or not. You know what I mean? Because I'd like to know. You know what I'm saying? Because I care. Jack apparently doesn't give a damn, doesn't give two dams about you. I, 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 I just I like that I, that I have a good day going on. <laughs> so, you know, it, I can't control the weather. And I'm grateful when the nice weather comes near us. So, uh, and, you know, it's uh, in the mid-70s. I mean, we got storms all next week, so I'll take what I got. Oh, wow. You you are. So. See, see, this is meteorologist, meteorologist Jackie Buck on the on the on the show right now he's like oh well there's showers coming in next week so enjoy yes, the, those eyes and the sun will set today. enjoy those sunny rays as long as you can this is <laughs> jackie buck reporting to you live from my basement <laughs> anyway um but thank you thank you for that um and it, yes it is it is a beautiful sunny day out i don't even know is it supposed to be like what it was yesterday because yesterday was really nice yeah like weather wise like it was really really nice man so i am uh definitely looking forward to getting outside today and enjoying some of this weather hopefully it's not that bad but anyway definitely let me know how you guys are doing out there in the in the afer and all that you know um so there's a lot of stuff that's going on today we got a lot of things to cover um we got some really it's an action-packed day for you guys i got some uh I got a lot of really cool people coming onto the show. I have uh, Jen Housey of Filtered by Jen. She's been on the show before. She's also a nurse. There is something on my nose, and it just won't go away. There it is. Um, we have Jen Housey of Filtered by Jen going to be on the show at the uh, pretty much in about 15 minutes or so. She'll be on. And then I have Michael Baran of the Wildlife Command Center. And like I said, if you like furry animals, you're going to get to meet some really cool furry animals here around 10 o'clock as well. So we got a lot of things, a lot of uh, really great talented people coming onto the show to talk about various, various things. Um, you know, some to talk about the closing of schools or the, the talk about the, the reopening of schools. And then, um, of course, talk about animals and lemurs and stuff. And if you've never seen a lemur before, <clears throat> let me tell you, they are weird looking, but they're cute <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> they're weird looking, but they're cute. They're weird looking, but they're cute. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to get to see them face, not face to face, but you know, live on the show. 
you know, as much as we can do within the confines of social distancing, right? But um, you get to see them, and it's going to be fun. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully you guys are doing well. Definitely comment down below and let me know that you guys are having a thriving Thursday. Yeah. But anyway, we got to jump into some news. This is something that just broke uh, just a, a little bit ago. And it's really interesting. It all surrounds the 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 explosion that happened in Beirut, Lebanon. And uh, I got to be really honest. It is the wildest thing I've ever seen because here it is. It's, it's interesting when you see that life, everyone has a different timeline. Everybody has a different, everyone has, lives life differently. You know what I'm saying? Everyone on this day, on the day that the explosion happened, everyone's doing something different. Some people are in the middle of writing a, a really good book. Some people are taking a jog. Some people are riding their boat bicycles. You know what I mean? Some are just taking a swim. Some are celebrating the birthdays. And some are trying to celebrate holy matrimony. That's right. There was a wedding that was cut short due to the explosion in Beirut. And there's so much stuff. There's so many videos out there. Um, but this one in particular, I found very interesting. So a Lebanese bride is happy to be alive after a blast cut short uh, her, her wedding video. Um, now, obviously, the wedding had already happened. Uh, they were taking some bridal photos of her beautiful gown, very beautiful bride. And uh, an explosion went out. Uh, an explosion happened and they caught it all on their wedding video. Um, so radiant and long white gowned and veil. 29-year-old Lebanese bride Isra uh, Sablani stands smiling and posing for her wedding video. The scene is shattered by a deafening roar and a powerful shockwave nearly blows her off her feet. The dramatic footage captured that, uh, the moment when the massive explosion, explosion rocked the, the Lebanese capital on Tuesday, killing Oh, right now it's 135 people and injuring more than 5,000 people. Um, so Sablani is a doctor working f and works in the United States. Um, obviously, she rolled up her sleeves of her gown and uh, checked on the injured nearby before fleeing um, to the square to safety um, or fleeing the square to safety. Um, so of course they went back and they, they're reflecting on this and I'm going to show you guys the video here because the video is really, really wild too. Um, but a day later, she and her husband, um, were struggling to process what happened and I'm sure everybody is doing the same. Everybody who witnessed this, I'm still processing it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, she, she said, uh, I've been preparing for my big day for two weeks and I was so happy like all other girls, I'm getting married. My parents are uh, going to be happy seeing me in a white dress. I'll be looking like a princess. What happened during the explosion here, there is no word to explain. I was shocked. I was wondering, what happened? Am I going to die? How, how am I going to die? Behind her, piles of uh, smashed glass from blown out windows of the hotel uh, where, she, uh, where she was due to stay littered the ground along with crushed remnants of uh, flower arrangements that had adorned uh, uh, bouquet uh, tables. So 
What's crazy, she arrived there three weeks before that, um, and of course she's recalling the aftermath of the blast, and, you know, it, it's crazy. It's obviously crazy to think that this all went down. Uh, she continued to say that uh, uh, we started to walk around, and it was extremely sad. It was, it was, uh, it was not describable, um, the devastation and the sound of the explosion. Uh, we still are in shock. I have never heard anything similar to the sound of this explosion. Now I'm going to show you the you guys the video. Um, it's crazy. I I can't even begin to explain. Still, like I said, all the same old adjectives as I've said before: crazy, insane, and nuts, catastrophic, devastating. You name it, it's all those things. So here is the actual bridal footage of the, 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 her wedding video that captures the actual blast. Here we go. Beautiful gown, boom. Woo! Hamburger. Look at that, how quickly everything went to, do you see that? Wow, look at that, bam, just nuts. Did you see how quickly it was all pretty? It was almost like out of a movie, y'all. Almost out of a, an action movie. How quickly it went from just beautiful, everything's clean and nice and all that, and then all of a sudden, everything's destroyed. And then the camera turns around like it's some like a, like a scene from 1917 or something like that. You know, it's like this one take, one take trick. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy that as they pan around her, you can see everything's in, everything's clean, everything's still, and everything's in good shape. And then the explosion, the blast happens. That that shock wave that went through hit was so hard, shattered the windows of the building, yo. Mm. Knocked everything off of tables. Like it went from it went from zero to sixty, real, freaking fast, man. Insane, right? Dude, I saw that in a compilation. Like, I was watching a couple of things where someone had compiled a couple of different videos, and, like, they all of a sudden cut to that video. And I was like, oh, this is, like, what, well, they're just dropping in, like, a music video or, like, a scene from a movie or something in here? Yeah. Because I was, like, the music in the background and, like, the way that, like, whoever was had that thing, I think they had, um, like, self-stabilizing cameras on. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Like, the yeah. best with the, with yeah, the thing. Yeah, the, they had the gimbal. Yeah. They probably yeah, had one it, of those gimbals, you know, it's like you just yeah. hold it and you just do this and it stays level the entire time. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it's clean. It, yeah, it looked like a beginning of an action film. Yeah. You know, like. Crazy, like, right? Like, oh, starting, like, go. <laughs> yeah. Like that. But, it, I mean, that's what people were going through. I mean, there is people that were sitting there doing their daily life. I mean, that the amount of people that it, that has affected, I mean, is just insane. Crazy, right? And to think that that that's that actually happened that's that's life for you right there you know that's that's true life that's crazy man crazy 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 all i can say is that i'm happy i'm happy that in the in the report i understand that no one in her family none of the people that were part of the the wedding party were injured in, like no one died there was no there were no uh, uh casualties in this situation so i'm 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 thinking <clears throat> I'm thinking that that was uh, obviously that's a very good thing. 
So I'm very happy yeah. about that. But that's some crazy stuff. I mean, just an explosion like that, bro. Come on, man. That's some insane stuff, you know? And then, you know, then I feel like, you know, like, uh, what's that song? It's like rain on, a, on your wedding day, right? Isn't right. it ironic? Okay, an explosion right. on your wedding. Is God trying to tell you something or no? Nah? Is, is God trying to tell you it's going to be catastrophic? <laughs> don't yeah. marry him. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Me, I would be thinking deeper like that. I'd be like, maybe I, I married the wrong person. You know what I'm saying? Bruh. They're getting the four worse out Crazy. of the way real quick. What, say again? They're getting the four worse out of the way real quick. Oh, wow. Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. What is you know, the four worse? For better. Yeah, for better or for worse. Oh, for worst. I'm, I thought you meant like four worst things of being married. I'm oh, like, okay, no, no. come on, man. You're the, <laughs> married, the three. <laughs> you're the married man, so tell me, what's what's the four worst ones? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, wow, damn. But yeah, um, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, am I gonna am I gonna make you sweat here by uh, asking you the four worst things about being married? Uh, I think it's going out. I can't. I can't. Here, you. Yeah. Hey. Oh, yes. Love American style or yeah. I can't really it feel I feel bad for making jokes cuz like about Beirut because that's just you know what I'm saying? Too it, soon. I don't I, yeah, way too soon and and super insensitive, but of course, I have to ask that though. I wonder if she I would have asked her like, "Hey, did you think well, I wouldn't have asked her, but I would have thought in my head, hmm. Did uh did you think that maybe this was a sign from God about your marriage? Maybe you shouldn't be marrying the dude. You know what I'm saying? I'm just <laughs> require minds would like to know because I'm just gonna ask. You know what I'm saying? Beautiful bride, but are you sure? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, just saying, just saying. But anyway, crazy stuff, crazy crazy stuff. But I, I, obviously, as we know, uh, the 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 conversation is still going on. We are still learning things about this situation. We still don't know everything about what happened in Beirut. Like we don't know the real full, I mean, as far as I know, as far as I know, they have not uh, issued the real full honest cause of why this whole thing started in the first place. Last that I checked, it's still the same thing. There was just fire, fireworks went off, ammonium nitrate nearby, explosion, catastrophe. You know what I mean? Mm, terrible terrible but crazy to see that um as a piece of footage you know what i'm saying and to live through it there's other footage of like priests you know teach uh preaching and all that um uh uh you know in in church and everything and then the explosion happens and the whole building shakes and you see the the priest just hightail it out the room type stuff um, you know, there, there's, obviously there's so much footage out there. You know how it is. Everybody's using their phones to shoot video and everything. It's that, it's that thing. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it can be a, a it can, it can be a, a double-edged sword. It can be a really great thing to have your camera out, you know, the, your phone out videotaping everything. And it can be a very, very terrible thing because sometimes you yeah. capture the worst things. Like there are video that are circulating where there is video of the aftermath in the streets where they haven't cleaned anything up. It's like right after. Right. It's right after the, the, the explosion. And you see ripped 
apart bodies, body parts just laying all over the ground. Um, and you see these videos and personally, it's like, I can't watch that. Like I saw two seconds of it and I was just like, oh my God, PTSD. I can't, I just can't watch it, you know, but that stuff is starting to circulate around and I'm just going to be real with everybody. Please don't share it with your friends and stuff like that. Like those are, those are human, those are people. Those are human beings that had a life that were probably on their phones or, you know, doing what they were doing, just living life. And then this thing happened. And now they're not here with us anymore. You know, some of these guys could have been just like somebody who's having a wedding. There there could have been a funeral at the same time. An explosion happens. You know what I'm saying? It's just interesting. If you think about life in general, like right now, as we speak, somebody in the world is getting married. You know, somebody in the world is celebrating their birthday. Somebody in the world is having an argument with their loved one. You know, someone, someone's dying right now. Someone is having a funeral right now. It's a, if you really think about it, how interesting life really is and that there's multiple timelines on this planet. It just, it's frustrating that that one person that died in that explosion wasn't able to tell their family that they love them. You know, that, that, body part or that body that you see on the ground on the ground that you're videotaping or that you're sharing these are people that didn't get to say goodbye to their families you know or they or died with their families you know yeah so you know i just asked not to share and pass around that footage personally it's just uh i just don't think it's footage that people need to see you know right they they said uh, so far 137 people are confirmed dead. 137. 5, wo- yeah, 5,000 wounded. Uh, they say that hundreds are still reported missing, which obviously raises the fears that the death toll is going to go up. Yeah. Uh, and then more than 300,000 people have been displaced from their homes. 300,000 people? Yeah. Wow. Because I mean, it, yeah. people felt this blast 100 miles away. If you watch any of the videos, you saw that it took out city blocks. Like, just yeah. like that, like the sound barrier wave or whatever that that blast wave that went out i mean just tore off roofs and just like decimated buildings mm-hmm. uh, i saw like the before and after photo of like that aerial image of like where the blast happened i mean and there's just buildings that are just completely gone right like crazy right yeah yeah um it's funny because there is a diagram out there um Maybe I could pull it up here in a little bit, but there is a diagram of the actual blast if it was in Chicago. Oh. Like they put it on top of Chicago, right on the right on the on Lake Michigan and just said. This is how far out that the shockwave would have gone out to if we were to take that same blast and put it and just apply it to Chicago. And uh, it's it's mind it's mind blowing, it's yes, vast. That shockwave was insane. I'm surprised. To be really honest, I'm surprised that woman, that lady, that bride, survived. You know. Yeah. Uh, Donald Williams just asked something on Facebook. Hello, Donald Williams. Thank you so much for commenting. He just asked, "Do you remember the blast in China?" Uh, yeah, from the other fireworks. Uh, the thing there's a couple ones in the past. I don't years remember this. There is a, a Chinese uh, fireworks factory that blew up, and like it was a huge explosion. Were? But it, it was more. It wasn't in the middle. It wasn't like at their port. It was at like another building that was 
you know, somewhere else. But it, I think it was still near other buildings and things, but it wasn't as a dense area like Beirut is. I don't remember this. But massive, you know, massive fireball. When? When it's, was this? Uh, middle of last year, middle to end of last year. Really? Wow. You know, 2020 is it literally, I feel like 2020 just wiped out my whole memory bank and everything now is just 2020 because 2020 is so jacked up. You know what I'm saying? It's like there's not enough room. Like I had to delete a whole bunch of stuff out of my hard drive because 2020 is taking up so much memory <laughs> in a way because everything's insane. You know what I'm saying? Everything is insane. So um, that's very interesting. I didn't know. Um, well, I think there was even one this that. year, too. It looks like there was one at the end of last year that killed like 173 people. Uh, but there was one this year, just the beginning of right. July. That's insane. That uh, that's insane. Killed, killed people, too. I mean, that's the thing. Like these, uh-uh. you know, There's no way to store massive explosions that are just kept in boxes. You know, or like right. explosives. Like it's, it, I mean, there's something... Like, I don't know. Maybe there's not enough regulation on fireworks uh, mm. locations. Yeah, uh, it, it's definitely uh, it's definitely an interesting story. I don't I, and I don't know the full story about. Um, to, uh, I don't know the full. Sorry, I'm reacting to Debbie's comment. Um, uh, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't remember the, 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 the those explosions. But at the same time, if they I mean, shoot, if everybody else remembers, I, I need to look that up because I don't remember that at all but anyway uh jack thank you so much for being on for the for the first little bit yeah. i gotta jump on and and, and get this lady get jen going. Yep. ready cool. but uh anyway uh i'm gonna be calling jen real quick but you know keep the comments going down biz below and everybody and everything um um we still have um conversation i'm gonna be talking with her about is about uh, the reopening of schools and everything, and um, and it's just uh, it's a it's a very it's a very interesting thing because she is a mother. Um, she also owns her own company, and she's also a nurse. So it's going to be uh, so I'm I'm looking forward to that conversation with her to to know um, what is going on and everything. Okay, so she's not answering her phone. You know what? I'm just calling Jack back. F it. Hopefully he picks up again. Um, because we can still have this conversation with Jack. Um, hey, what's up, man? Hey, uh, she ain't picking up, so I'm I'm just gonna. You're still on. You're still with me. So we're gonna jump into this thing, um, and it's all good. We still do have uh, Michael Brand on at ten o'clock, so I'm looking forward to that. But Jack's back. Jack's back. Hi. I can't hear you. There you go. Hi. Hi. So anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, sorry, brother. Um, but then uh, we uh, and then, of course, you know, I know that you have a you have to things to do today. So just, you, you know, we'll jump on and, and talk about these things real quick. Um, yeah. So there was a there's also moving on to the other conversation because we could talk about other things and we will. Um, uh now, one of the other stories that I found very interesting is that there was a uh, that Kanye West is still in the running for the election in 2020. Uh, from my understanding, he has signed up for um, 
he's already registered for Wisconsin now, um, which is weird because I could have sworn that he was, I thought he admitted himself into a, a, a hospital right now, but apparently he's still in the middle of doing this thing. Jack, speak on it. Yeah, so uh, I mean, he's been going out and getting listed on, you know, different states' ballots and stuff. He's missed deadlines for a whole bunch of things. Uh, but he uh, has been linked to two GOP, you know, politicians that uh, are just more like right of center um, and not as far leaning as, as President Trump is. So, uh, but they are helping him to get on. The, the state's ballots and uh, and pushing for him to keep on moving through. And so it's a lot of people's opinions now that, um, you know, because they're finding these GOP links that he's being, that his campaign is designed to help Trump. Uh, and, you know, it's, you know, we've, I think we talked about this before mm-hmm. uh, and we weren't really leaning one way or the other. Um, but, you know, it's a, I don't know. It's interesting. Uh, I mean, he is still pushing through. Um, yeah, he has, you know, kind of made up with Kim and they, you know, they've been seen talking and, and, mm. you know, he, she flew out there and then he's gone out and done some other things. But uh, as of right now, he says he has 18 electors in Ohio, uh, but six are at the same address. Uh, so I'm not exactly sure. Um, Okay. Yeah, one third of the electors in Ohio, who rapper Kanye West says will back his bid to be U.S. president, live yeah. at the same address. <clears throat> so it's a, I don't know how all that works. Hmm. Uh, yeah, but they've uh, submitted nearly three times the required five thousand valid signatures for Ohio uh, voters uh, to be an independent candidate. Um, and he said eighteen people who he says will vote for him at the electoral college if people in the state select him as president, but they're all. And you know the same Cleveland address, uh, so I'm not exactly sure what the elector rules are and what you know if they have to have separate locations or whatever that stuff is. Um, but yeah, the birthday party is still pushing through. Uh, I don't know. I mean, what do you what do you think? And you think that he's going in to try to uh, um, you know these Republican consultants are helping him. Uh, he's been vocal about his support for Trump in the past, hmm. but uh, GOP operative Greg Keller uh, is in his campaign contact at Arkansas, and Chuck Wilton, a Vermont Republican, is listed as a possible electoral college elector for Trump, uh, has, is now listed as helping out Kanye. I don't know. Who knows now? I mean, I, I'm at, I, you know, of course I'm bringing it up because it is, Something is, as I'm laying my head down to sleep last night, I, right before I go to sleep, I open up Twitter, and that this was the thing that was out there that people were talking about, is Kanye West is still filing. He is still after this thing. Now, the thing is, is like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> like- I don't know. It, in a way, it's... <laughs> To me, it's like, hey, man, it's 2020. Anything's possible. Let's get crazy. You know what I'm saying? Um, so a, a piece of me is like, we'll see how far this goes. But I don't I don't know. I mean, because everybody's saying like, oh, it's confirmed that he is literally running because he's trying to throw off the Democratic vote. And. 
I don't know anymore. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of hearsay. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that's going on. Kanye is crazy. Uh, Kanye is slowly slipping into senility for sure. Um, you know, he's he's got some stuff that he's got to deal with personally. And I think he's just trying to be kind of a, he's just being a distraction. You know what I mean? He's just trying to, it's, it's literally turning into like a, a, a sideshow and it doesn't need to be, you know? Yeah. Um, and like I've said a million times before, I wish he would just sit back, chill, get his, get his mind right, collect himself for the next four years, then run in 2024. If he's really seriously serious about this. If he's not, come on. What if don't this waste is your time. Mind right. What if this? What if this is? We did talk about that too. Like, I said, what? Like, what if he's the most clearest he's ever been, and everybody thinks that he's just being crazy when he's not being crazy? Maybe this is not him being crazy at all. Maybe this is yeah. the most sanest he's ever been. Because here's the thing. I mean, don't get me wrong. Elon Musk is, you know, beats to the, you know, dances to the beat of his own little drummer boy too. Yeah. But it, it, he's, he's a little out there. But at the same time, if Elon Musk is like, yeah, man, you should. I completely am behind this. How much of it is crazy? Right. You got to remember. Elon Musk is a, 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 a outside of the box thinker. Yes, I understand that he like I said just a second ago, I understand that he's like I said, he's he's a little off the beaten path, but that's why he's Elon Musk. You know, same thing as Kanye. That's why Kanye West is Kanye. So it's like, how much of this is really truly him being completely on point? You know what I mean? And how much of this is him being freaking nuts? I honestly feel like this might be him just being the clearest he's ever been and said, hey, man, this is what I'm going to do. Y'all might think I'm crazy, but this is exactly what I'm going to do. I don't know. Then if you really think about it, too, let's let's just keep it straight funky. If you really, really think about it, his tweets are nowhere are, are not as different as Trump's. Mm-hmm. They're just as you know what I mean? They're like, however you look at them, Trump says crazy stuff on his stuff, too. You know, he or or let's just say his tweets are unfiltered, too. Let's let me omit the crazy and let me just say that Trump's tweets are majority unfiltered. You know, not to bash, because I'm not bashing Trump, but that is the truth. He, he is unfiltered. Kanye West is the same. So who's to say? The only difference is, is that Trump is talking about other people and politics and what's going on in the world. Kanye West isn't in that game yet. So all he, need, all he can do is talk ish on the rap game or his, or his relationship with his wife, which is a bad idea, but still. It's unfiltered. Yeah. You know? So, I don't know. To me... On, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. On the 31st of July, he tweeted out, uh, there is a tactic of four Ds. Distract, discredit, dismiss, to destroy. I am quite all right. Take a second and think about what is being projected here. Yep. See what I'm saying? So, then he's... He, because he's basically saying... In other words, he's saying, fake news. That's basically <laughs> what he's saying. You see what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> Blame the media. Fake news. Now, here's the thing. Hey, he has his perspective. He has his things that are going on. There's a lot of things that are going on with him. We don't know. We don't know his personal life. You know what I'm saying? We don't. Uh, but at the same time, 
I don't know. It, it, it's, uh, I don't know. Like I said, as much as they're going like, look at this, look at this, look at this, there's something else going on over here. You know what I mean? Something completely, uh, something else, some, something mm-hmm. completely different is going on. So, well, I mean, all I can say is like, if he really does do that, let's see what he does. Let's see where that goes. Let's see how far that goes, bruh. In my personal opinion, uh, I wish, I really, really wish he would just run in 2024. That's what I think. But there are a lot of people now that are saying, it's confirmed, man. It's confirmed. He's doing this to throw off the, the Democratic vote. The try, he's trying to throw off Biden's vote. Now, here's, here's the thing. Biden, please, please, Biden. I mean, Biden, Biden's not doing so great either. Trump's not doing great either, too. When it comes to sh- getting out there and, and, and looking good to people, he's been shooting himself in the foot. But Biden's been doing the same damn thing, too, bro. You know what I'm saying? He's going out there talking about certain things, saying that he's in one city, but he's not in that city. He's in a completely different other one. You know, he's he's got a lot of gaffes. Um, so Trump uh, for, so uh, West. So West being in here. So Kanye being in here would be very interesting. And like I said, I feel like it's just a sideshow. It's a it's a distraction to it all. But I don't think he's going to get the black vote like that. I don't think it's going to be just because he's Kanye. Everyone's just going to go vote for him. You see what I'm saying? I mean, that'd be crazy if people were to do that just as a joke. You see what I'm saying? Right. That'd be terrifying. Real talk. That'd be freaking terrifying. Just saying. Freaking terrifying. It's, Here's yeah, the other I mean, thing. It, it's and, and, scary to think about. And, and let, let, let's dive into this because uh, uh, Debbie just said something um, that just caught my attention. And, I, and I'm going to put this question out to everybody else, else as well. So inquiring minds would like to know. Okay. So let me hear you guys speak on this. All right. Comment down below. If Biden chooses Kamala Harris as his VP, do you think he even has a fighting chance or is that shooting him in the damn foot comment down below on that one that's what i'd like to know jack what do you think um you know i i would love to see a biden trump kanye debate i would pay for that do you understand (laughs) Do you understand the amount of money that I would pay to be in front row with a, a mask on and a face screen on just ready, just ready to in popcorn and tea just to have it there? Like I would yeah. just have it there, not to even eat because I don't want to take this off and <coughs> Rona. But at the same time, I would just have them there just so I know that I that I'm watching just entertainment. It's not even political stuff. It's entertainment. OK, so that is just that is a skit. That is a skit waiting to freaking happen. Real talk. It's going to be... My God. I need to write that down. It, no, I mean, there would be no coherent sentences. Right. Like, everybody would be None. interrupting everybody. And Kanye would, like, walk up and, like, as Trump's talking or as, as Biden's talking and say, hold up a minute. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll give you the stage back in a second. But, like, you know, it's... Uh, I don't know. Biden's been... I mean, I really haven't seen much of him you know he's not been going to a lot of different um you know states because of coronavirus and uh, he has been keeping kind of silent uh you know a couple of the ad campaigns that i see out there are more so like 
you know, we need your support because, you know, we've heard that Trump raised us much money and we can't be, you know, outraised. Um, but really everything that they, they show just, you know, kind of highlights all of the different things that Trump's, you know, kind of done throughout the years that they see as bad. Um, and so, you know, Democrats playing to Demo- Democrats. And then the Republican side, I mean, Trump stuff is all about still draining the swamp. And, you know, I, I don't know why, you know, his, most of his stuff that I see out there is still like bringing Hillary Clinton into it. And he's like, yeah, you know, showing Obama and showing Hillary Clinton. He just has tried. I feel like his stuff is trying to like really rile his base up. Uh, but you know, it's been a bit right that he's been in office. So, right. Uh, I don't I don't know. I don't know. It's uh but again, yeah, I would love to see some debates. Trump's uh, tweeted, uh, you know, that he would want to move the debates up because people are mailing in ballots, you know, ahead of the first debate. And he's like, well, let's move the first debate up. I feel like it's a public service to people. Um, a lot of people think that if Trump and Biden were to get on stage, that Biden would, like, you know, just sweep Trump uh, in a debate uh, because he would, you know, Trump right now can't like as we've seen from his interview he it's really hard for him when he's pressed on one issue uh he if he stumbles over his words or you know uses one phrase and then they you know that gets stuck yeah you know in the conversation so um i don't know and uh, i feel like biden's been a little silent you know you, you know the funny thing is is uh he has been very very silent um but i think in a way that's been helping him i don't think it's hurting him i think it's helping him I think it's helping the heck out of him, to be really, really honest. Uh, I think that, unfortunately, we picked who we picked. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We picked who we picked as our representative for the Democratic Party. And it's really sad. Like I'm just going to say that on some real ish. It is really, really sad that this is what we, this is, he, he's who we picked. I, I, and here it is. I, I'm not here to, no one, no, we knew what was going on. Um, but then at the same time, if you look at the other people that were running as well, we didn't really have many choices. We didn't have any better choices as well. But the thing is, is like, I can't really say I, I, I want to say much I, I do want to say much I want to say much I want to say a lot of much but I'm not going to jump down that rabbit hole because we don't have all the time in the world um, but at the same time we picked who we picked it's unfortunate we picked who we picked I think we could have done better we need to do better the, the next time around in four years damn it I hope to God that we do better in regards to our choices. Our choices have not been good. We made these choices and then now we have to sit in it. We made our bed, now we gotta lie in it, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? And uh don't eat yellow snow. Every other phrase mm. under the under the sun. I'm just saying, we we made a we picked who we picked and now we have who we have running in on for for the people that we against Trump. Every person that just wants Trump out is literally going, okay. Well, this is who we picked, so we got to get behind this dude. If I had the choice, I wouldn't even vote for him either. I'm just going to be real. But at the same time, I have no choice. And 
uh, in my personal think opinion, just like uh, Lax Paint just said just a second ago, said doesn't matter who the VP pick is. The election this is an election to get rid of Trump or keep swirling down the drain. And I I, I kind of think that we are doing that. We're just we're just doing this, <laughs> just going down the drain. Obviously, that's my own personal opinion. Um, but at the same time, uh, who he picks, who Biden picks as a VP is extremely important, I think, for sure. That's true. I think it's extremely important. Um, unfortunately, unfortunately, he is, uh, unfortunately, he's going to have to pick. If he picks, if he picks who I think he's going to pick, I don't think it's a great idea. I think it's a very, very bad idea, in my personal opinion. I think it's a very, very bad idea. But real quick, I wanted to do this because this made me think of this. It's just quick. It's really, really quick. But it just made me th remember this little thing we did a long time ago. Take a look. Since we're talking about Kanye. Like a choice. Kanye watch. So, Kanye watch is real and in full effect, y'all. Kanye watch is in full effect. So, uh, yeah. So you'll be seeing a lot of that now, cause uh, looks like it's looks like it's gonna be happening even more. And like I said, if if there was a debate, and or like what uh, Jack, Jack said, if there was a, a debate with uh with all three of them on 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 a stage for the world to see this will be the most amazing conversation in the history of conversations mm -hmm. and uh i would pay to see that Ka uh, Ka kamala harris or camilla harris or kamala harris i don't think she's the greatest pick i think she they, he needs to pick somebody who's a little bit stronger who isn't um uh, I feel that she's, I don't know. I just don't feel that she's real. I think she's, everything she says is ingenuine. I just, I, I, there's something that just irks my soul about her. She just, see, she just reeks politician. I know, yeah. I get it that, that they're all politicians. You know what I mean? But she is like, to me, has that smiling at you, smiling in your face, and then behind closed doors is completely different. Hillary Clinton, let's just say. Sorry, but I'll say it. Can Can you imagine if he if Biden comes out and says that Hillary's going to run as the VP? If Hillary was running as VP, uh huh, bruh, that'd be really bad. <laughs> Especially right now, since her husband's being tacked on as a pedo. Right. You know what I mean? He's being tacked on as Geppetto. So nah. Isn't that interesting? Think about it. Pinocchio. Geppetto. Hey. What's the story of Pinocchio? Hey. All he wants to do is be a real boy. He makes a magical puppet. Geppetto. Speaking of that, Tom Cruise, uh, Tom Hanks is going to be playing Geppetto in a live action version of Pinocchio. Really? How fitting. How huh. fitting, though. Because there's some accusations about him being the P word. 
But think about it. This is, I should have a, 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 mo- a, a moment on the show just called Pascal Stoner moment. You know what I mean? This, hey, man, you know, it's called Geppetto, bruh. You know, have you ever done this on weed, man? You know what I mean? Just See, think about no it. There's no name in Obama, man. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, man. Oh, think the about rabbit it, holes. They, oh, it's it. No, but think about it. Geppetto. Crazy. Crazy. Uh, this carrot is awesome on Twitch to say, just said, Keemstar wants to fight you. Oh my gosh. Um, I'd be honored if he wanted to fight me, to be really honest. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I, I watch his show. He's funny. You know, not funny, but you know what I'm saying? He's, he's, uh, he's entertaining. He's got a lot of entertain, entertaining stuff. He's got all the tea on all the stuff that's going on. He called me out. If he did, I would love to see the proof. Who I called you out? Apparently Keemstar. Some dude on, some guy, he has a, a, not some guy, but he has a really large platform uh, mm-hmm. called Drama Alert on, um, on YouTube. It's like millions. You know what I mean? He'd drop you in one shot. Ah, that's funny. Well, ah. Ah, you don't know about these paws, yo. You don't know about these paws. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah. Uh, challenge him to an, to MMA and take him to the ground. Absolutely, man. You know, I practice jujitsu. You don't want to mess with me, bruh. You don't want to mess with me, man. You don't know where I've been, Lou. You don't know where I've been. But anyway, I digress. Here it is, t- total left turn. Um, but yes, if they use Kamala Harris, if they picked Kamala Harris, I don't think it's a very good choice. That's just my personal opinion. I think they need to find somebody that is a stronger candidate, a stronger black female candidate that has a strong plan for the black community. Um, especially towards black, towards the black female uh, voters, I think that would be very, very big and very, very good because it's it. I just feel like it's something that is uh, the black female uh, um, experience, the black female uh, uh, how they're how they're able to like just the the things that are that are available that are not available. Uh, for the the black community, especially for black females, is minimal in comparison to what it is for black men. Not sitting here saying that black men should be uh, uh, ignored, but I feel like there should be more opportunities and more things for uh, black women to be able to transcend from certain things economically wise, educationally, and all that. You know, there's a lot of single mothers out there that that don't get a chance, you know, just because of many, many reasons. Um, not only just because of systemic racism, but because of multiple other things as well. So I'd love to see that um, happen. Um, <laughs> lax paint. Maybe you can get uh, that uh, Mike Tyson, Roy Jones Jr. undercard. Hell nah. You know what I'm saying? That's so funny. Um, so, yeah, uh, I don't know Keemstar. Keemstar don't know me, so we, we, we ain't going there. You know what I'm saying? I ain't about that life. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, who do you think he should pick? You know, the thing is, is I don't know. I don't know yet. And I think that's the thing. I think that's the reason why he hasn't said anything about his running mate yet, because I don't think he knows either. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I think he's trying to make sure that any person that he vote that he brings in is properly vetted 
And uh, I know that there, I know Kamala really wants it, like really, really wants it so bad. But I don't think she is the right pick. There are others like, well, I mean, Stacey Abrams is a, could be a strong pick. Um, I'm forgetting the name of the, um, uh, I'm forgetting the name of the mayor of Atlanta. I'm forgetting her name right now. Wow, I forgot her name. It, it totally escapes me. But I think that would be a strong pick as well. She seems to be very strong. Um, <clears throat> but I don't know what she, what her thoughts are. You know what I mean? I don't know what, where she stands on certain things. Um, in, in fact, I don't know if she knows where she stands either. You know, uh, maybe she's never thought about running for vice, running for uh, VP. But uh, I mean, we're going to definitely see what happens here. You know, hopefully he says something soon. And if here it is, if he does and he makes the right pick, it's going to be a total game changer. That's what sucks. And I think that's the other reason why he hasn't said anything yet is because he knows for a fact that whatever ace he has up his sleeve is going to be a game freaking changer yeah. that could either help or destroy him. You see what I'm saying? So we'll see. We will definitely see what it goes down. Anyway, that secret uppercut move. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. You know, yeah. A-A-B-B-A-A-B-B-A, up, up, down, down, up kind of thing. You know, this could be fatality up in this B, man. And uh, so we, we, we just got to wait. We just definitely have to wait and sit back and wait and see. Um, but I think his silence has been better than him being out there and just going, you know what I mean? Right. Going nuts. Elizabeth Warren. Let me let me just say this. Elizabeth Warren, if he picks her, oh, it's going to be bad. Thank you, Keisha Lance Bottom. Thank you. I knew it was a it was an interesting last name, um, like a double entendre name. Yes. Um, that's the girl. I feel like that could be a very good choice or Stacey Abrams could be a very good choice as well. Um, Elizabeth Warren. I think that if he was to pick Elizabeth Warren. One, she ain't black. She is female. The only other thing that I could say about her is that she does have a very good plan, um, or at least she has said that she has a very good plan for uh, the black community and helping uh, bring more jobs and all that, the betterment of the, the black community. So I, I, we'll see. Um, Susan Rice, huh? Rumor has it that he's waffling between Susan Rice and Kamala Harris. That is very interesting. If that's the truth, if that's real, bruh. I'm just nodding my head. I'm just nodding my head. Let's see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. That's all I can do is just wait. So Kamala Harris, I think, is fake. I'm sorry. I feel like she's just fake. I feel she's fake. I don't feel that she's real. I think that she is, I feel like she is just trying to get out there. She wants to, she just really wants it so bad. You know what I'm saying? She just wants it so bad that she, she's willing to do whatever it takes to get what she wants. Instead of it being, no, I'm going to stand on my own, I'm going to stand on my ideals and I'm going to get back up my ideals. No, she, it, she's, like I said, just not real to me. Just not real. Uh, did you see... Um so, let's see. She says that Rice uh, is right now is currently the number one draft pick 
uh, is what it's looking like. But we'll see. Uh, but you see here that the Virginia mayor was urged to resign after allegedly saying Joe Biden picked Aunt Jemima as his VP. What? <laughs> the Virginia mayor has been urged to resign after saying, or allegedly saying, that Joe Biden has picked Aunt Jemima as his VP. Get out of here. See, here's the thing. If he's trying to be, like, obviously he's trying to be funny and also be a dick, but here it is. Who? Like, politicians aren't supposed to be funny. Let me just say that. Like, and racist. Yeah. Sorry. That's just goes, stupid. And he goes, hell no, I'm not resigning. I thought it was humorous. I had no idea people would react the way they did. Oh, I think people have gone overboard here. on this. It's an election year. What, what's his name? Uh, this is uh, Lorraine, uh, oh, Virginia Mayor Barry uh, Pressgraves. Barry Pressgraves? Yeah. Now I'm going to look this dude up. Barry Press Pressgraves? Yeah, P-R-E-S uh, Graves. Okay. Barry Pressgraves with his... Oh, ba uh, sorry, I got Barry as in like... Uh, Barry, hold on. Oh, stupid. How old is this? This is just new? Yeah. Oh my God! Why are you so stupid? You ugly too, man. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Go sit down somewhere, bruh. You ugly for saying that, man. You ugly. That's stupid, man. Who does that? Who says that? And who says that and is able and is allowed to to run their the city or be a government official or anything of that of that sort? That is so stupid. Oh, a, a racist. That is a straight up, well, yeah, I did say racist already, but at the same time, who says that? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to find other words other than just the aura word. Like, that's yeah. so stupid, man. You resign. You resign with the quickness, bro. That's stupid. Why do you say that stuff? That's so mm. Is it stupid? Yes, it's stupid. Barry Pressgraves. Shaking my head. That is some... Yeah. That that just brings hate in your heart, man. That's stupid. Yeah. And then the funny thing is is that he thinks he's being funny. He thinks he's trying to be funny. Like, oh, he's he's, he's he wants to talk about mothers. Okay. Like you're so stupid. <laughs> like you're so stupid. Where is that where is that okay? Where is that in any way shape or form okay? No person, no government <laughs> official, no leader of a city should be allowed to do any of those things, say any of those things. That mother lover better resign and with the quickness. That's what I think. Oh, I was just trying to be humorous. That's not funny. You ain't Kevin Hart. You ain't Gary Owen. Sit your ass down. Mm. Well. Wow. I don't know. It's people man. like that. Idiotic. That, and that's real. Oh, my God. Anyway, 
Real quick, we got a shame. Time for a little bit of a shameless plug. Left turn, but time for shameless plug. Let's get it. Yeah, go to teespring.com. Teespring.com. Uh, you can search for the Pascal Show, or you can uh, do teespring.com forward slash stores forward yes. slash the dash Pascal dash show. Uh, and if you use Pascal in all caps, you can get 10% off your purchase, or you can use grounds in all caps and get uh, free shipping on a mug. Yeah, you know, get free ship like a mug for a mug. Hey, Pascal in all tap, all caps, all taps. Pascal in all caps, ten percent off, right? Or no, free or free, right? Free shipping. Yep, free Free ship. Grounds, sorry, grounds Grounds is free shipping, and Pascal in all caps gets you ten percent off of anything that you purchase purchase in our merch store. So go. Get your ass over there. Buy yourself some new drip, some Pascal Show drip to my posse. Anyway, we got to go into a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to be looking at lemurs. That's right, lemurs. They're cute, but they're weird looking. They're mm-hmm. like, it's like a raccoon, but not. It's like a raccoon and a monkey, but not. Anyway, we're gonna be, we'll be right back. This is the Pascal Show. Bye. Hey, welcome, welcome back, guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and being a part of the show today. If this is your first time checking out this show, please go hit that like button underneath this feed right now. And, of course, crush that subscribe button if this is your first time checking out this show. Like I always say, we do this show Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. And I also do my evening show around 7 p.m. and all that. So be on the lookout for those as well. Anyway, I'm very, very honored to have my brother on the show. He's been on the show multiple, multiple times. Um, But please welcome my brother, Michael Baran to the show of Wildlife Command Center. How you doing, my brother? Good morning. Good morning. We're uh, we're actually going to be doing the show from the lemur pen. Ringtail lemurs are are out and about this morning. Right on, man. So, um, can you can you tell me a little bit about this? Uh, the the lemurs. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, it is something that I've never really. Uh, I've never really seen this kind of animal before in my life. So do you mind like telling me exactly what the heck is a lemur? Well, so these specifically are ringtail. There's many different types of species of lemurs. Most of them from Madagascar. And Madagascar is one of those little small islands that broke away from the mainland. And so the animals evolved a little bit differently there. The ringtail lemurs are primates. They're cousins to the different types of monkeys that are around. Uh, we like the ringtail lemurs because they're super social and very personable. Mm-hmm. And they're just fun. Lots of fun. Yeah. They, they look like a lot of fun. They look like a lot of fun. Now, let me ask you something. Because like, I, I know that we, we got to do a, a skit with a lemur a while back, about a year ago or so, and uh, had a really good time with them. But honestly, like, how did you get a lemur in the first place, man? Like, this seems so like a random thing to bring home to go, hey, honey, I got a lemur. Like, what? So how do you get these lemurs in the first place, man? Well, first off, let me just tell you that nothing goes home. Like, I'm not allowed to even have an animal at that. <laughs> Everything has to be at the at the office, which is where we have our headquarters for Wildlife Command Center. Right on. But the very few lemurs we got were rescues. 
some people had it, couldn't keep up with them. They're high energy. They require a lot of time and energy. Yeah. And so we came in and uh, we rescued them. We built them an enclosure and gave them a little bit better life. And we were like, even though those two, which are right next door, by the way, um, they weren't quite socialized right, so they don't really participate in the whole human petting like these two here. These three here are the ones that we like the best, and, and this one is Queenie, the one that was on the skit with you. Yeah, I remember Queenie. Rescues. And then Queenie came along. So a, a lady is like, look, you know, I really love my lemur, but I just can't keep up with it. And so we got Queenie not <clears throat> not as a rescue so much, but she just, they just kind of surrendered her to us. Yeah. And then we bought Elijah here as a baby, and we raised him from a baby. And then Bear, we got Bear just a few months ago, and uh, he, he came from a breeding facility, and we were like, he's, he's a really nice lemur. So we started just working with him, and now he's, uh, he's coming along pretty nice. That's pretty great. Well. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Um, so, uh, like, with, with lemurs, like, what are they, are they super obedient? Uh, like, you know, do, can they do tricks kind of thing? Like, I don't know anything about the animals. So, like, can you train them to do certain things, that kind of thing? Or is it just kind of like uh, uh, just let them, like, step back and let them do their thing? You know what I mean? So lemurs are primates. And so they have an elevated brain function. They certainly can be taught and trained to do many, many things. They, they're some of the few animals that actually have a cognitive thought process. You know, like they actually have a thought process. And so training them <clears throat> is uniquely challenging. <clears throat> However, <clears throat> they will do some things that you would never believe a lemur could do or you would never believe a trained animal could do. You know, you take Queenie, for example, really? here. He was in that skit with us, but mm -hmm. she's also in a movie that's coming out probably this fall called Shakespeare's Mummy. Uh, the director and producer, Adam Bolster, has it up on IMDb. But Queenie did some amazing things, like as an animal actress. Really? Like like what? Yeah. Can you give us one example? I'll give you an example. So the uh, the whole premise of the, of the film is all about, it's a supernatural horror comedy okay and so there's this portal that opens up in shakespeare's pizza well demons and all kinds of stuff come out of that portal and as well this ringtail lemur comes out but That's it's so not rad. just ringtail lemur it certainly has supernatural abilities one of those abilities is its ability to consume especially pizza and beer and so one of the things that we got Queenie to do is she, she holds this little red party cup and she drinks all of the frat, the fraternity's keggers of beer. Like she drinks seven kegs at one time. Whoa. Okay. But she's just steadily sitting on the keg, just drinking, drinking out of this little red cup, man. She's just going to town. That's what's up. Wow. Yeah. That's so it's, cool. It's, she did some other amazing things, but you got to watch the movie. Of course. But I'll tell you this. She stole a very important part of the movie. There's this, there's this, this supernatural compass that allows them to find things, that allows the demons to find things. And 
Queenie decides that she wants it, so she steals it. And so it's kind of part of the, the whole plot. Yeah. That's cool. Um, so let me ask you this, like, because I know that there's um, a lot of things, obviously, you know, uh, studios and, and production companies are, are trying to get things back up and running again in regards to, you know, doing movies and everything. So I know that you just recently just got off of a set um, shooting something because I know that outside of this, outside of you doing what you do with Wildlife Command Center and, and dealing with amazing animals like these lemurs, um, like Elijah Queenie and, uh, and, and bear, um, what, like, what were the sets like, you know, especially like when you're bringing animals on and dealing with, uh, actors and all that. I mean, how are they dealing with things on top of dealing with, um, trying not to get sick, you know, not trying to get any type of virus. Right. So there's a couple of things. Uh, so, there is a whole class that we had to take that is uh, becoming COVID compliant on set. It's developed just for the film industry, and it is geared toward all of the things that we have heard, but it is a certificate that you get to be on set and to film. As well as that is I had to take a, a COVID-19 test before I went on, on set to make sure that I was negative and, and not and not uh, carrying anything. And then, and so I had to take the blood test and the nasal swab. And then in addition to that, I mean, the, the standards are there. Everybody is social distancing. Everybody's wearing masks. The, uh, the sets are, are much different on, in, on the Hollywood movie sets that are producing right now. Uh, and they're taking it serious. You know, they are um, really paying attention to make sure that we, that we don't transmit any type of uh, virus. It is challenging. It's a little bit difficult, but uh, it was successful because we filmed for two weeks, and you know that was two weeks ago, and no one got sick. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I mean, that's really, really good because I know that there's a lot of places that are doing that, that are implementing that kind of thing. Um, I know that Tyler Perry studio, Studios, for example, is doing that, but they're they're also keeping everybody in a bubble in a way. They're just keeping everybody there. And they're knocking out the entire season in one sitting. Um, and it's, I think, a really good idea, it's a, or at least it's a, it's a way to get the job done. And, uh, and, a, and a safe way to get the job done, you know. Because I know that also, like, animals can contract, you know, some animals can contract the virus as well. So I keep wondering about, like, the concern of an actor that might have, or a person that's holding, say, Queenie, and the concern of like you them like contracting that virus and bringing it back to you and your in your uh your co-workers you know and some of your employees i i can only imagine it being a huge concern on that end you know so it's it's like anything else you know in the wildlife industry we have an organization called the national wildlife control operators of america mm -hmm. back in march they put out standards so that people would not give COVID-19 to the bats in North America. Now, I said that right. Standards so that people, humans, would not transmit COVID-19 to the bats in North America. Wow. And so we didn't follow on those protocols at all. As a matter of fact, we're following so many protocols uh, that I really don't 
I don't think I'm going to get the regular flu. I don't think I'm going to get the common cold. I don't. I don't think I'm going to get anything this year because our our um, our personal hygiene is heightened. The awareness is heightened. Everybody is definitely trying to cut back and do everything that they can to cut back. But amongst all that, we have to figure out how to live, how to flourish, and how to survive. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now, like, what's what's the hardest thing? Because I know that not only do you do um, this, you know, as far as like bringing uh, animals on to uh, parties and and private events and in on movie sets, you also do pest control as well. So, tell me a little bit about this. Um, tell me a little bit about how you guys proceed. Like, how are you doing pest control now? You know, uh, because I know the last time you were on the show, we talked about this, but. Has things changed, or is it the same procedure? So I, I think as as we go through time, everything advances, and we figure out better ways to do everything. You know, uh, one of the things with pest control is we certainly are trying to social distance between us and the customer. You know, just, just little things like don't touch homes. If the customer has a back patio, invite them to go sit on the patio while you do the pest control treatment. And then, of course, you know, we're in masks. We're, we're in good masks. We're in proper masks, not just face coverings. And then we're, we're wearing gloves. We're wearing suits. We're wearing booties. We're doing everything that you can possibly do to make sure that you don't pick up the virus. And then on the backside, you know, we're, we're washing hands constantly. We're using hand sanitizer. We're using disinfectants that are stronger than what we normally would use. Right. And so it's 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 just part of living in this environment, you know. That's good. I mean, and, and it, you know, un- unfortunately, it's an it's a necessary evil. You know, unfortunately, it's something that we need to do every day to make sure that we're you know, that we're not contracting or giving off the virus, of course, as well. And, you know, because I always wonder, because you're constantly going in and out, you and and your employees are constantly going in and out of multiple homes on, on a daily um, to do pest control, to re, re, retrieve raccoons, snakes, you name it. Um, but I, I've always been curious as to how you guys are able to do this well, you- on a consistent basis without contracting the virus, you know? Well, it starts with the young ladies that answer the phone for us, you know? I mean, it's one of the questions we ask. Has yeah. anybody sick? Are you sick? Are you currently displaying uh, any symptoms? That's a question we never would have asked in the past, of course. But now it's a question we ask regularly. It's the first step, you know, to know what it is that you're dealing with. But, you know, throughout time and throughout history, there's always people that have to walk into the face of uh, some type of disease, you know, some type of virus, and you protect yourself as best you can. Um, the one thing that, that that we're faced with is we can't let a family live in a house that has a raccoon in the kitchen. We just can't do that. Right. We, we have to go and we have to resolve it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that, and that makes total sense. Um, real quick, because I know that you don't have you you have more than just lemurs, I, and I'm seeing some other things in the background um, of your like beyond the cage. Beyond the cage, what el- what other animals do you have? 
Well, I'll tell you what. You you got time for a real quick walk around? I think we do have time for a real quick walk well, around. Let's get it. With their treats, because they'll be upset if I take those. <laughs> and uh, let me just spin this around real quick. Sure. So, of course, we got the lemurs. And then I'll show you. This is Roscoe. Oh, do it. Um, make sure that the cameras. Make sure the camera's vertical so we can see. Make sure it's vertical. Oh, okay. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. All right. So, so that's this is Thelma. That's Roscoe over there. They're the first two. Oh. They're the the rescues that sometimes they're not as sweet as the others. Oh, hold on, something. You know? uh, just so you know, Michael, something something just happened. Your your screen just went out. Oh, I guess that's the only bad thing about. Uh, Use, using the phone as a camera, right? Right, right. We we lost you for a second there. So all uh, these are our hunting hawks. Ah, we lost, we lost, we lost the signal again. We lost the signal again, man. Okay, so this is the wonders of being outside, guys. Uh, live video right there as we speak, live. Gotta love that. I'm gonna try one more time. I'm gonna I'm gonna try one more time. Sorry about that. No, it's okay. Uh, it, 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 I guess there's um, the the, uh, the the signal. The signal out there is. Uh, no, it's a. We got a good signal. People keep trying to call me. I don't know how to turn uh, the phone from doing that. Oh, it's okay. It, it's all good, brother. It's all good. Um, but you were uh, showing us some stuff. Yeah. So uh, these these are our hunting hawks. We are falconers. Master falconer. Mm -hmm. And we train these birds to uh, to go out and hunt. So instead of using a gun or a bow and arrow or a knife, even we'll use we'll use these. Okay. Yep. You're just a popular guy, man. I guess so. Yeah. Well, you know, when when you run a three million dollar business, you got to have people calling. You oh yeah. Oh yeah. So this is Beasel. Oh, Beasel wow. is our baby goat. We raised him from a bottle. And that's Buster. And then that's Sweet Pea. These are these are our miniature goats that we take to birthday parties and stuff. Oh wow. They're super friendly. Yep. And then out here we've got uh, some of our breeding hawks. Matter of fact, I didn't even know it, but she laid two eggs, obviously. Can you see those? I think so. Yeah, I'll help you. Now, okay. she's kind of mean because she's protecting her nest. But see the eggs? Yeah, oh, wow. she's got three eggs. That's really cool. Yeah. So these are these are breed, breeding hawks. Wow. Now, that way we have plenty of ammunition. More ringtail lemurs. <laughs> lemurs. <clears throat> this is Sebastian. Oh wow. Our eagle owl. An owl. That's really cool. Largest species in the world. Yeah. 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 Uh, this is the block where we're going to be getting a golden eagle. What? That will happen. Yeah, we'll be getting a golden eagle. Working on the paperwork right now. That's very cool. That's very cool. These these are our little chickens that uh, these chickens were laid by our other chickens and we hatched them out. And so these are our babies. That's dope. 
Another lemur. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and awesome. uh, then we've got barn owls, too. They're pretty, uh, it's the middle of the night for them, so. There's a sleepy owl. Oh, there's a, an owl, okay. Yeah, it's a barn owl. Oh, man. Not real happy with reception. Yeah, the reception is getting a little little funky, but, man, you it, you know, long story short, you have a lot of animals, a lot of exotic animals, which is really cool. You know what I mean? Which is very, very cool. Uh, golden eagles is uh, a very cool thing. Uh, we lost them again. Gotta love that. But some cool stuff, right, guys? That's some really, really cool stuff. Um, that's some really cool stuff, man. You know? Yeah, well, so we've got, uh, we've got a whole staff. You know, uh, Corinne is our animal curator. Oh, there's one other animal that you got to see. Okay. So these are kind of new. These are new, and they're very secretive, but they're, uh, they're called kinkachus. And uh, let me see what they're doing, where they're sleeping. Oh, here they are. Wow. Those are really oh, yeah, cute. very 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 secretive animals. Yeah. Um, this, most of the day they sleep all day, yeah. and then they don't come out. They don't come out till nighttime. Yeah. And then, uh, so if you want to play with them, you got to come out here about nine o'clock at night. That's what's up. That's really really cool. Yeah. So, Michael. Okay, so I understand, and we already know, you have a YouTube channel that you uh, show your day-to-day -day from rescuing to, uh, to pest control to all those animals and all that. Um, and uh, tell everybody about them, about your, uh, your channel, because I know that you're trying to get to 4,000 subscribers right now. Um, so let people yep. know about uh, your channel and where they can go and subscribe, please. So it, all started, it all started with we do some cool things every day. And we interact with animals, we interact with people, and so we wanted to start a, a YouTube channel so that people could see some of the stuff that we do on a daily basis. So the Wildlife uh, Command Center YouTube channel is called Wildlife Command Center. You can go to uh, YouTube and just type in Wildlife Command Center. You can type in Wildlife Command. You can type in Command Center. It'll all pull the channel up. But uh, it's got a lot of interesting videos on it, and we're adding better and better videos every week every saturday at 11 o'clock for sure we drop a video and then as we go through the week we do different things like we interact with a lot of people's pets on a daily basis so we started a, a playlist of videos that we've created just for your pets you just turn it on and let it play and it's got uh, audio in it that the pets can hear oh, wow. and it's got visual that pets like now, some of the visuals people don't really like, like rats running around, but pets love it. And uh, so we've started that. It's just a lot of fun. It's entertaining. It's, it's a very entertaining YouTube channel, no Wildlife kidding. Command Center. Yeah. Go check uh, it out. That's awesome. And uh, it looks like some people are already starting to sub, so that's awesome. Um, and thank you for people. Thank you all for uh, going and subbing and everything. Um, yeah, man. Um, it is definitely a variety channel. Uh, it, it, it's everything you can think of, uh, everything from tips to trick and tricks to to games to uh, challenges to him going out there and just 
grabbing things with his bare hands and all that. Like you just gotta, you, you gotta go see it. It's, it's insane. It's a really great channel. Uh, and definitely go check them out. They're really, really great. Um, Michael, thank you so much for being on. I really do appreciate it, man. Hey, it's a pleasure. Always. We always have a good time. Always, talk- man. always, man. Plenty to talk about for sure. Um, but anyway, uh, be sure to look out and be sure to go and subscribe to his channel wildlife command center go check him out uh he's got some really great stuff we're gonna go into a quick commercial break we'll be right back this is the pascal show bye all right welcome welcome back guys thank you guys so much for tuning in and being a part of the show um yes uh there is some new stuff that's going on i hope you guys uh enjoyed that i mean you know it's nice to go and see uh have some uh animals on the show get to see some furry little things you know something light and fun and different for the show um instead of doom and gloom all day long but i hope you guys enjoyed it go and follow uh michael baran and his youtube channel wildlife command center go and go and hit that subscribe button on his channel he's got a lot of great stuff on there guys and i'm sure you guys would really enjoy it just to, for something different and uh fun you know but anyway, um, I am going to open up the phone lines. So the phone lines are open right now. Uh, give us a call or give me a call at 314-766-4581. You know, drop a line. Let's talk. Let's speak on it and all that. Any of the things that we have talked about so far on the show, definitely uh, comment. Uh, definitely give me a call. 314-766-4581. And uh, let's speak on it. You know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> but... As we are doing that, there was something that I saw like during the break. So this is this is brand new, and I, I guess I'm going to be co-reading the hell out of this. But uh, New York Attorney General Letitia James is going to be making a major national announcement on uh, live here very very soon. Apparently, it's going to be very very soon. So New York State Attorney General Letitia James is making a major national uh, announcement today. Um, so the NYAG released a statement saying she'll, she'll speak from her office at 1130 a.m. on uh, today, uh, but offered no other details. The announcement will be, will be shown live on Vimeo and on YouTube. So I don't know about y'all, but I will be sitting there at 1130 with some popcorn and uh, a big cup of tea. But uh, anyway... Uh, some people are reporting that uh, Tish James' announcement will be related to uh, New York State's in- investigations into President Donald Trump's businesses. Um, now, they, uh, now, the New York Times reported Wednesday that the Deutsche Bank has turned over Trump's financial records after Manhattan District Attorney, Attorney's Office uh, issued a subpoena last year. Um, so they're saying that the, the documents may show evidence of fraud, widening the probe to, to hush, uh, widening the probe into hush money payments made to women who said they had uh, re- affairs with Trump. Uh, the president's former pr- uh, personal lawyer, Michael Cohen, testified last year that Trump inflated his net worth by about $4 billion in a loan application to Deutsche Bank for a 2014 bid on the Buffalo Bills. Whoa. So, 
uh, AJ James um, also, or AG James, Attorney General James also subpoenaed uh, Deutsche Bank for records related to Trump last year following Cohen's testimony, according to uh, the Associated Press. So we will see that um, we will see if what what the announcement is going to be in 45 minutes. In about 45 minutes from now, New York Attorney General Letitia James will be making a huge national announcement, and it could be anything that's going on in regards to that investigation that they're having uh, on Trump and uh, his financial records. So, man, it's crazy. Um, now, she might be making an announcement just basically saying, man, nothing's happening. You know what I mean? We'll see what happens. You know what I mean? Um, but anyway, we'll see what happens in regards to that. Uh, you know, I, you know, it happens in 45 minutes. We don't know what's true and what's not, but we'll see what, uh, we'll see if that, uh, that announcement is really that. She might be going live just saying, we found nothing. He's, he's clean. And that could be a very good possibility as well. But, uh, you know, phone lines are open for the next 15 minutes, y'all. For the next 15 minutes, phone lines are open. Give me a call, 314-766-4581. And uh, let's, let's talk. You know what I mean? Let's, let's chop it up. So that's some interesting information right there. Um, so, yeah. Oh, boy. Now, there was something that I was going to pull up here. There was a stabbing of three, three officers, three police officers in Boston. I'm going to pull that up real quick. So police identify suspect um, arrested for after three officers were stabbed. And uh, so Saugus police have identified the suspect arrested after a Thursday morning altercation in in which three officers were stabbed. A fourth officer was also injured in the altercation. Officers were sent to 29 Tuttle Street. Uh, around 7.23 a.m. to investigate a rented U-Haul truck that had not been returned. Uh, the police said Stephen Sosong, uh, 43, was uncooperative and denied entry uh, to the officers. Based on his level of co cooperation, they made a forced entry where he refused to allow the, him, where, the, where he refused to allow him to come in and um, to speak to him regarding uh, regarding this vehicle. Sub subsequently, uh, there was an altercation. Mr. Sosung had an edged weapon, a knife, assaulted the officers on the scene. So he just straight up just started stabbing people out of nowhere. The three officers who were stabbed were taken into, were taken to a, uh, the Massachusetts General Hospital for treatment of wounds to their extremities. All are expected to survive. Um, so I got a little bit of, of a video. I'm going to pull this up because this is really crazy. This is a crazy story. The, the thing is, is like, how did they get so close? 
so in 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 close proximity to this dude in the first place you know um or how did he get close to those those officers it is kind of crazy it's unfortunate it's it's terrible news of course um but let me pull this up so ss song 43 year old male from sargas Officers attempted to initiate an investigation with Mr. Samsung. He was uncooperative. The officers uh, denied entry based on his level of cooperation. They made a forced entry where he refused to allow them to come in and speak to him regarding this vehicle. Subsequently, there was an altercation. Mr. Sosong had an edge weapon, a knife, assaulted the officers on scene. Three of the officers were stabbed, suffered lacerations from the weapon. An additional officer suffered injuries as a result of the altercation in the household. They were all transported to area hospitals. Thankfully, the latest report is the injuries are not life-threatening. <clears throat> Mr. Sosong was transported to an area hospital for an evaluation. He suffered uh, what Biggie described as minor injuries. He is in custody. Pending charges of four counts of assault and battery with a dangerous weapon. Four counts of assault and battery in a police officer. The investigation is ongoing with additional charges pending. The officers on scene. Uh, <clears throat> used a great level of restraint in the application of force to obtain uh, today and to take him into custody. Yeah. He will be arraigned sometime later the, today in Berlin District Court. He, it, 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 what's interesting to me is the, the reaction of <laughs> that particular, the, the, that officer that's talking right there. You could tell he's just super uncomfortable. Am I the only one? that looks at that and look, he looks like he's just so uncomfortable being in front of everybody telling people about this stuff. Like, it just seems so awkward to me. Like, either he is holding back tears or, or, or he's just so nervous that he doesn't know what to say. You know what I'm saying? It's so weird to me. Um, that's so weird. That's so weird to me. It's so weird to me. But anyway, um, thank God on some real stuff. Thank God no one got sick. No one got hurt. Not sick. But I'm glad that no one got hurt. Uh, like no one died, I mean. Um, what I mean is, is that there was no casualties. No one died. You know, the, those, those officers are, are, are going to be able to live and fight another day, which I'm happy about. And same to the, the gentleman that, Sosong, who just went crazy and started stabbing people. I'm, I'm happy that it didn't end up in a situation where he caught a bullet, you know. Um, and 
it's still a terrible story, but it is nice to hear that they used force, but they didn't use deadly force. You know, but you know, in a way, those that's a situation that you seem it seems like they you would use deadly force on somebody if they're coming at you with a knife trying to stab you and your your fellow officers as well. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm happy that no one got killed. You know, no one died, and that's a good thing. You know, some cuts, some bruises. That kind of thing, but no one died. And I'm, I'm happy about that. I'm really, really happy about that for sure. Okay, just, okay. Call in though, just call. And then uh, we got seven minutes. So if you're going to call, just call in now. 314-766-4581. But yeah, so funny how that guy just looks so uncomfortable, you know, and it's like he just had, he, he was trying to, he was looking around like, is there anything else that I need to say? Like, I'm okay, I'll add more. If I got to add more, I'll add more, you know, very interesting. What up? Hey, Pascal. What's just up, man? You're doing a great job, man. Thank you, Love brother. Thank you, brother. Love your show, man. Thank you, man. Keep up the good work. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. This, it, enemy, right? Yeah. Yeah, man. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. I appreciate that, man. You know, I know I know that uh you know, I know that we don't have uh Tom on here for you to uh to argue with anymore. Um but uh but you know. Uh, I, I'm still trying to bring up the conversation, still trying to have something for you to yell at. <laughs> you know oh, what I'm saying? I play. It's all good. I do, I do miss Tom. I mean, is Jack on? Yeah, Jack is still on. Yeah, yeah. He was on earlier today, uh, but he had some other things he couldn't, he couldn't be on today for the full show. But he's been on. Yeah, he'll be on tomorrow, oh. too. You know? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I understand. I, yeah. You know, Tom was Tom was cool. He just, you know, I just wish I could, I, I could just talk to him, you know, offline and and, and us come to some agreements on, because I think we agree on most things. I just think that he has a huge disdain for Trump, and you know, I get it. Uh, I have a huge disdain for other people on that side. So, I mean, I get it. Right. Right. So, I mean, you know, I mean, you have to have. Go ahead. No, no, no. You go ahead. Go ahead. No, I mean, you know, you have to have some, you know, uh, people from various views. I think Tom is probably. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to say he's far left. He's probably medium left. Mm-hmm. Jack is probably more left center. You know, you probably more center, uh, slightly less. <laughs> yeah. You know, so some things I agree, some, you know, some things is, like I said, if, you know, he just, I think he used too many adjectives when describing, uh, people with, yeah. and, and things. So, you know, uh, but yeah, man, I, I think your show is, uh, is, uh, 
it's going great. Congratulations on the seven seven K. Thank you. Thank you, man. You know, onwards and upwards, man. It's a it's a long climb. Six thousand was a long climb. Woo! Just to get to seven thousand, yeah. man. Just to get to seven thousand took forever. But I'm I'm happy that I'm here. You know? Um and uh hopefully, you know, so we're at the we're we're at the bottom of the hill to get to the to get to that ten thousand. So uh baby steps, right? <sighs> baby steps. Yeah, yeah. I missed half of your show. I came in with the uh the lemurs. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, I actually stayed up I stayed up late last night making a video for you and I overslept and I still didn't get the video finished. Oh damn. And so I was like yeah, I'm, I'm assuming yeah. I, I'm assuming it has to do with the uh, the email that you sent me, the one that you recently sent. Uh, me? No, nah, not really. Uh, oh, okay. I, I, it was it, it was it was more or less uh, it was about fact checkers, you know, on the internet, uh, so-called fact checkers like uh, factcheck.org and Snopes and all those yeah. uh, places. Yeah, how they how they fact check. You know, because I think the best the best fact checkers are actually in you know in the comment section. So if you have like a fact checker website and they don't have comment, you know, then then how how can you get your facts checked? True. You know, so it was it was it was more or less kind of like a eye opening video. It was going to talk about uh, the beginning of the Obama birth certificate thing and and just basically how they they kind of use that to uh paint paint trump as a racist and i think that's what that's what got most people stuck on you know he's racist and if it was if it was eye-opening enough uh for you to say okay well i see where it started i see how it was spun and I see how the media is, is kind of like playing into it and 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 and, and throw, dumping this on this person. Not to say that you would change your mind about policy, uh, change your mind about uh, uh, any other beliefs that you have, but it, but it arms you with information. So if somebody, if you're talking to somebody and they're going off the rails. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, about something, then you can say, hey, wait a minute, like you did with Tom that one time when he was talking about the leech, and he was like, hey, he didn't actually say this. He said that, or yesterday when we were talking about Trump saying he did more for the black community uh, right. uh, since Abraham Lincoln instead of including Abraham Lincoln, because those are two big, two big differences in the right. and, and, and the thing is, is it was a, it was a misspoken thing like you know uh it was just a miss like um uh, you know it was a it was a misspoken quote you know what i'm saying like you know it, it, i didn't have it in front yeah. of me type thing you know uh, it, yeah, but, but i get that's, it that's but i get it as far you. as say again that's that's acceptable for you you know you're not you're not nose diving into that you got a whole bunch of different subjects that you got to keep up with right but i'm saying for like the news anchors that that'll misquote misspeak you know and they're new they're journalists and they're just they're just saying these uh uh uh, uh 
uh, falsehood. And yeah, I use that word because they should know better. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and once it's getting once it's put into print or put on the news, right? It's mm-hmm. taken as fact because people write Wikipedia pages about it. You know, yeah. and they and, and, and Wikipedia will source that information. You know. Yeah. And so uh, that's why I kind of like, you know, because you do have an audience. And so, if, if if you do something, and, and I and I know that it's uh, it, it might be a misspeak, you know, then I'll say it in the chat, and and, and you're welcome to look it up. Or yeah, look, I mean, you know, mostly it was mostly it was Tom because he would say something, and then you'll ask Tom about it, and Tom is supposed to be the fact checker on the show, right? And he'll kind of go off of fact checking and, and and maybe go to one website that is never Trump a website. And now, now it's become fact. But and you, all your listeners. So then, here it is. The, then you know, because here's the thing. Like you know, if he's looking up facts and he's looking up those things. I mean, I'm just talking about it for on his side of things. It's um, you know, I, I feel like it's no website is no website is untarnished. If that makes any sense, like there is websites that are forever Trump and then there are other sites that are never Trump and then there's sites that are in between as well um, but no real f- fact check thing is 110% unless you hear the words coming out of his mouth verbatim you know what I'm saying I, I mean I see what you're saying but I think this is the one of the reasons why you know um, you know the, the, because somebody just asked this and I'm going to answer it really quick um, because we do have to wrap up this show so uh, Brandy uh, on on YouTube just asked uh, what what happened to tr- uh, what happened to Tom asking for a friend. Um, so basically, um, what happened is is that um, long long story short, because you know I, I kind of already had this conversation in other in other shows um, in past uh, sh- recent shows. Um, basically, uh, you know he needed some time to find. Like he just needed some time to step down for his own personal reasons. Um, you know, there's only a certain amount of time. Uh, there's only a certain amount of um, critique that one can get, that one can take on a on a daily basis till it gets to you, till it starts to rot inside of you. Um, Especially like whenever we're doing these shows, you know, sometimes we get into very de- heavy debates and there are people that come onto the show that are very or the or comment or not comment that can be uh, very just tough sometimes. And I think that was getting to him. And this is just me being completely straight funky and honest. Um, you know, it, it, I think it was one of those things where he was just kind of like, I am just really worn out. Um trying to talk about all these and a lot of it's bad news you know not a, there hasn't been a lot of positive news out there recently it's there's been a lot of things that are always just held up for debate um and he just was you know he just kind of was like hey i'm just not happy i just don't enjoy talking about these things and making me it's making me unhappy it's making me feel negative with all this negativity and all this, you know, and I, and I understand that we're, you know, an opinion based show, um, you know, and that 
but then you know it, it but then it's like he's he's like i just don't want to be saying something that just stays out there and and you know lives forever on on the internet um and it's it's taken or seen as something negative type of thing you know he just he just basically was kind of like i just need some time to breathe i just need time for myself this is you know this is not where i want to be um in regards to these things he's like i'm not a political pundit nor do i want to be one i obviously have my personal opinions about things not everyone's going to agree with those things i just need to find happiness for myself and so i was just like you know i totally understand i get it i see it i've i've felt the vibe for a, a while now personally on the show um you know there was a lot of frustration instead of being able to have a conversation and take like for example enemy nation who's on the phone right now who you know will call in and say something or or comment something and you know what i mean with all due respect enemy nation i'm not trying to throw you under the bus or anything of that sort but i think those things would get to him over time you know where he would say something and then somebody would have to rebuttal with something and I think he was just kind of like, I just want to talk for the sake of talking and, and get a conversation going. I don't want to be bashed and and belittled um, in some negative context because this is supposed to be an open conversation, not, oh, Tom's the idiot, you know. And I think because it, and Tom's the idiot because he doesn't agree with my opinions. Um, and that's one of the things that I think that slowly started to get to him. Um, and started to eat away at him. There was a moment it started eating away at me too, you know, and that's when, you know, I remember enemy nation, you were on the show and we talked, you know what I mean? You called in and we talked cause I was really upset because I was, I'm sitting here trying to defend my boy, Tom, I'm trying to defend my show, um, and all that stuff. And I get it that there are trolls out there and people are going to be jerks, but, um, um, but there's a lot of people out there that are in here to just try to instigate ish. And so I think that's one of the things that just got to him, you know, and then, you know, uh, to be honest, you know, I, I, I you know, the, you know, I, I, I you know, I don't want to go into too much you know, in, into too much detail or go any further because I need to be wrapping up this show right now. But the, the long story short, he had to, he had to step down because for himself, he was just like, I feel a lot of negative energy. Uh, I'm not feeling this at all. Um, you know, it, it, and I need to step down because this, it, you know, at first it was fun and now it's, it, it went, it, it, the, the vibe, and the energy of the show kind of started going into a negative, uh, down a negative road. Um, and uh, even for myself, you know, like I, I'm doing my best to bring it back into the positive and be able to have conversations about things um, and be able to have conversations about things so that I don't have to constantly um, be talking about Trump, to be really honest. I'm, I'm just going to be straight hey, funky. If um, I could- if I could, so yeah. If I could, if I could add something real quick, Pat go ahead. Bell, go ahead. You know, and I, I just, I just think, I think that 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 Tom is right, and but you know, at the same time, 
that, you know, if you focus on minutia, because uh, right. every day you can find something negative and you can find something uh, minuscule to talk about. Absolutely. And uh, if you focus on minutia instead of the big picture on a lot of things, then it could, it could drive you actually, actually crazy. Yeah. And I think a lot of people focus on small things, the same thing when Obama got into office, everybody was kind of, there were people, uh, especially the Tea Party, that were focused on, uh, you know, stuff like birth certificate. And I mean, it wasn't going to change nothing. Focused on whether he a Muslim, focused on if he was, uh, you know, just little, little side conspiracy rather than focusing on the big, bigger picture. And so that's what you see get hung up in Congress a lot of times where the right will be focused and hung up on one thing and the, or the left will be focused on one thing. And instead of moving amicably towards what is the ultimate goal, mm-hmm. you know, you get, you get focused on these, these side arguments and side conversations and, uh, you don't go nowhere. You just get stuck in the mud. And I think that that was what it was. You know, if you bring it up, you know, uh, uh, stories of the different count of the same thing every day. Yeah. Um, that's really not major news or major narrative. Then yeah, it could, it can, it can do that. So, you know, if I had any part in that, uh, you know, I, you know, I would, I would tell Tom, you know, if he's watching the show, you know, I apologize. Oh, no. Like I said. And it wasn't, and what I'm saying wasn't directed towards you. It's just more like there are, you know, like you're you're a big personality in regards to, you know, what you think and your your opinions about things. And you're pro-Trump, obviously. Tom is definitely not pro-Trump. So I feel like and there's a lot of people that tune into the show that are pro Trump and Tom is not. And so and I'm not either. But at the same time, I'm not going in and trying to, you know, I I have a different approach in regards to certain things that are going on with the political things that are going on. Um, he, He has a much stronger voice in regards to how he feels about things that are going on politically. Um, and it, it, and he's stern in one area. Now, there's a lot of people that, you know, come onto the show and instantly are, you know, really upset or like really upset with him because he's he was like people were just constantly challenging him. Um, and it, it just was a thing that it just was what it was. You know what I mean? Um, but the thing is, is, you know, I, I was saying at the time it's like, Hey, let's, let's back off of the political stuff. So, you know, let's not lean so hard on that. You know, let's, let's try a little bit and go a little bit different. You know, let's, let's sprinkle the, the, the politics news in and, and not be so hardcore on it. You know what I'm saying? And it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, how everything trans, you know, transpired is how it transpired. I mean, we, we've talked about everything from, you know, like uh, we talked about the death penalty to, you know, uh, uh, pro uh, pro life to pro choice. I mean, we've talked about so many different things because that's what we have to talk about if it's part of the big news uh, uh, headlines for the for the day. So unfortunately, we have to talk about 
the negative. We have to talk about the positive. If it's positive stuff that's headlined the news, then we talk about it. If it's negative, we talk about it too. Unfortunately, right now, a lot of it has been negative. So trying to find those, and those are the big stroke numbers, big stroke uh, issues and in, in, in titles. But when it comes to the, um, the, the, the positive stuff, it's like you got to dig. You got to dive in and dig those things out. Those are the things that are the minutiae things. Those are really hard to find. And usually they're, they're so small, they're, it's hard to have a large, like a, a big conversation about, you know, uh, who's the boss having a second series like, or having a revival. No one gives a damn about that. Like, oh, it's cool. That's cool news. Moving on back into coronavirus news. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I think the thing was, was that right now we're all locked up. We're all quarantined. He's at home. He's locked up. He's quarantined. He's reading about all these bad news bears stories, you know, every single day. You know, it's just kind of tough for somebody's brain. You know, it's tough on somebody's mind and, and on their mental health. And so that's why he had to, you know, step down and kind of go, you know, I, I need to step down. I just need some time to to breathe. Whether he comes back or not, I mean, that's it's really up to him, um, you know. And you know, uh, Debbie said something. Tom was always uh, being challenged. I saw that. And when you're dealing with a sick parent, then I understand you might uh, need some time off. Absolutely. And his his mother's doing well now. His mother's doing just fine. But I think that more than anything, there, it, it's a challenge to be, there's a lot of mental, I'm not sitting here saying that my, my boy Tom is not mentally tough, but there's a certain amount of mental toughness, you know, that you have to go through um, or mental challenges that you have to go through during these times when all you are is, all you have is your four walls, you know, and then a camera and a microphone and then the bad news that you have to say on the show on the daily. So it, it, it got to him, you know, and it got to me too. At one point I had literally, you know, it was tough for me too, you know, but, um, but you know, for him, his way of doing it, his way of dealing with it is stepping back and just trying to find his own, his own solace. For me, I pushed through it you know, and, and try to get through it by just being on here, dealing with it, talking with everybody, dealing with the trolls, dealing with the fact checkers, dealing with the people that are with me and the dealing with the people who are not with me. But that's how I deal with it. You see what I'm saying? Um, everybody's yeah, I, got a different, per, uh, a different perspective and a different approach to this situation. You know what I mean? But yeah, I, I know what you mean, man. Yeah. You know, and it's not anything bad. Like, you know, we left, he left amicably. You know, it was just one of those things where there was just, he just kind of had enough. And I totally understand. You know what I'm saying? I totally understand. He just needed some, he just needs some time off. And like I said, hopefully he'll be back. He is really great. He's fantastic at this job. He was fantastic at this thing. Um, he's my brother. I've yeah, known him since great. I was 15. Like he's, he's my He's, you know, one of my closest friends. I, I consider him family. Um, and I think that the, he's made for this type of thing. Um, but it just is tough right now. You know, it's just really tough for a lot of people, you know. Um, but I can tell you, I can tell you, Mr. Man, I can hear it in your voice. 
Yeah. No, I do. I do. You know what I'm saying? It's it's different, but at the same time, it's an opportunity to change the the the, the narrative of the show, change the trajectory of the show. Um, there's a lot of things I, I, you know, like I said before, like I was planning on, you know, I, I said I was going to bring in interviews. I was going to bring in, you know, pre-recorded things like skits and stuff like that, bringing those things back in. Because honestly, I, I also said, cause I'm tired, I'm tired of negative news all day long. I said, I'm going to start bringing in positive stuff onto the show, whether it is my attitude or or it is, you know, a piece of news. I'm going to bring something positive to the show every day because we're already dealing with all of our BS. Some of us are, are, are laid off. Some of us are furloughed. Some of us don't even know where the next dollar is. Some of us are even lucky to have their phones on and still have the Internet and electricity on in their homes. So why not try to find ways to make people happy? You know what I'm saying? So... You know, um, yes, Monday I was, you know, Tanny Vane, I was, I was bummed. I was, it was sad. I was, I was unhappy. It's not great. You know, it's, you know, uh, or actually no, um, correction Monday. I was doing fine. It was Monday. Monday. I was in, in great spirits. It was Monday right after the show. That's when I had the conversation with Tom. That's when he called me and said, I got to I got to take a step down. So Monday, I was doing great. Um, and you were, you're a cancer, right? Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, cancer, I mean, you know, I don't put a, a, ton, of, a ton of faith in uh, Zodiac stuff. Zodiac. But I do notice that cancers tend to be uh, uh, a little little bit... They're a water sign. I'm a water sign. I'm a Scorpio, but I'm on the I'm on the opposite spectrum of a of a Cancer. Yeah. You know, Cancers tend to because my sister's a Cancer, and you know, to me, Cancers tend to um, be more heartfelt about things. They, they tend to uh, be more emotional about things. Where Scorpios are kind of like you know whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm like that a lot of times. I I kind of like get to the to the harder things as opposed to, and sometimes that can be to my detriment, because my sister used to tell me all the time, she would say, man, you're heartless. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not heartless. I just don't make excuses for stuff. You know what I mean? And yeah, I feel you. to me, you know, so I guess that's why I kind of vibe with the conservative side, you know? Yeah. Uh, me and my sister had five down arguments about, and her, pardon? She went that way. But, uh, you know, sometimes she'll say, you're heartless, and, and she's on the, you know, she's on the liberal side and more, yeah. she's drawn for that. Um, and that's what liberals do. They're for social justice and conservatives are for uh, justice by rule of law. Right. So that's where, you know, they're, they're more of a broad sword and liberals are more of a knife. And so that's why they, they constantly miss each other because you have to, you know, have sort of a center view of, Okay, well, yeah, the law does say this, but now we have to look at the spirit of the law. What, what, what did the law actually, what was it for? Because technically, yeah, it means this. Right. But let's look at the spirit of the law and, 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 and what, it, what, it, what it was brought up for. And so then if you, if you, if you don't sit down uh, and be willing to come to at least the middle to meet somebody, then of course you're going to have that conflict, and that's what I was trying to get at with Tom, 
And that's why I would try to mostly call in to talk to Tom because I didn't want him to think that I'm being adversarial just because I'm adversarial. I wanted to yeah. find something that the show, because I know that the show is, uh, pe- you know, people, uh, uh, the viewers were, were with, with uh, listen to that, and there were some viewers that were more on the side of thinking that I was. But even if they go too far, I'd have to, you know, I, I would I would be there to say, hey, look, nah, that, that's, that's not accurate. And so, so I wanted... That's why I, I said, well, Tom, you know, um, I think I sent you an email. Hey, you know, tell Tom this or tell Tom that. Yeah. Because I wanted to let him know that, hey, look, I'm not your enemy, man. It's just if you're so dug in on your side, I, I, I have no way of going all the way left. I'll come to the center. And if you can meet me on the center and we can agree on something, then that's a start. And the people on the show can say, hey, look. This show is actually making progress rather than, you know, like, uh, you know, having somebody on CNN or Fox News and they just argue each other for five or ten minutes and then there's no resolution. Because I'm all about resolution. I'm all about solving the problem right. of, uh, of police police brutality, of um, the wealth inequality, uh, you know, things like uh, that Tom was for. Uh, universal health care. So I'm, I'm, I'm all for sitting down and having a conversation of what's the best way to go about it, you know, and not repeating stuff that, is, that, that, that has been legislated in the past and have shown not to have, uh, shown to have more negative effects on communities than positive effects. But you keep those programs in place because they get you votes. That's toxic. And so I just wanted to move past the toxicity of it, you know, and uh, and, and and move forward, you know, because I love all people. You know what I mean? So, yeah. No, and I know you said you had to go, man. Yeah, no, it's all good. Here it is, like you know, and I understand what you, you know. I understand what you're trying to say, and and we've had that conversation before. Um, you know, and but at the same time, like as much as sometimes as much as you try to get somebody to see your point, sometimes they just don't see it. You know, um, sometimes they're just like you just said, sometimes they're just stuck in their own opinions and, you know, and and stuck in their own, you know, in their own bracket. And uh, I guess that's why, you know, some people are hardcore left and, and people are hardcore, hardcore right. Um, you know, uh, but at the same time, like. One thing that I'm 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 trying to do with this platform is not have this platform be just a debate platform. That's the last thing I'm trying to do. You know, uh, I know that my opinions are not going to be right a lot of times, but that's my opinion. That's why it's so great about being a, being in this country. Right. Is that we are we are entitled to our opinions, whether they are fully fact checked or have uh, stats behind them or not. Um, you are entitled to your opinion. And I think that's one of the things that I think was getting to him over time was that his opinion started to not really matter as much and it, it, it just turned into a let's just go in on it rather than, okay, let's talk about this. And, and like I said, it's open for, <laughs> it's open for debate uh, in regards to that. Now, the thing is, is that's the thing. Just don't want to be like, I just don't want it to be one of those things that it's like, hey, it is all 
this whole channel is just nothing but like, you know, screaming and berating and, and belittling and all that. Like I, I still, yes, I still want to have debates. I still want to have conversations about things. You know, I just don't want it to be the sole only thing on this channel. You know, um, there are so many other great things to talk about in the world other than just Trump. And personally, I'm tired of it. Not sitting here saying that we're not yeah, going to talk about it. Not sitting here that, that was saying that we're not going to talk about it. I'm just saying, like, we are going to talk about it. It's just not going to be every single yeah, day. I'm tired, of, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it, too. You, you know, know I, what I'm it's, saying? It's mentally draining. It's mentally draining on, you know, it's mentally draining defending him. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, like so, I felt like I felt like my personality completely <laughs> got drained out of the show. It was just about, oh, what did Trump do today? Or what's going on with that has to pertain to Trump? Or what does it have to do with anti-maskers or people who are wearing masks or BLM or any like literally personality <laughs> and fun and laughter and just being able to shoot the shit left the show. And it just turned into a. You know, you're wrong. And I'm like, where's the what happened to the show? What happened to the show? The show is gone. And I think that that's what happened with with Tom. It was like, man, the lightheartedness is gone. And yes, you know, if somebody does something really stupid, like calling, like, for example, Biden's, you know, choosing Aunt Jemima. Yeah, we got to talk about it. You know what I mean? We got to talk about it. That's stupid. You know what I'm saying? But. It doesn't have to be three hours of. Yeah, it doesn't have to be three see hours. See what I'm saying? You know, so and, and, it's and just per, that. Perhaps people do, people do like that, though. People do like adversarial shows or people do like True. lighthearted shows. And I, and, 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 and I know that it's draining for you to have a show in the morning, then a show in the evening. Yep. I mean, that takes some type of stamina. Uh, and then um, having to find the good stories and find the positive stuff because quite frankly, that stuff is not new, No, you know, and it should be. And it's just, it's just a testament of how backwards our world is. Like we highlight the negative and that can go on 24 hour news cycle. Obama said that, um, when there was a riot in Baltimore, when, when it was, um, it wasn't Baltimore, it was that other city. I forget what it was. But he was saying that he was like, hey, look, you know, there's positive news, but you guys are running and run these riots 24 hours. And it gets people, it gets people up in arms and mm -hmm. it gets people dug in on sides and they get more dug in on their beliefs uh, and more polarized. And it yeah. polarizes the nation and that's not good. You know, I was looking at the Rosewood riot. Uh, the race riots in Rosewood, the, uh, the Greenwood uh, riots in Tulsa, uh, Oklahoma, mm -hmm. um, and all the race riots, all the race riots from like 19, I think it was like 1900 up to about 1964. Yeah. No, 1967. And do you know that in every one of those riots, it was either a rumor started or it was the newspaper spinning the, the story to create the riot, and I imagine they were doing that because if there actually is a riot, then there's a story. Now there's advertisers that'll say, hey, look, this, this paper is getting a lot of uh, sales. Let's advertise. 
Interesting. And so every yeah, look you huh. can look up every race every race ride uh, in U.S. history, and the 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 main catalyst, but before all those race rides were always the news media. It was always several newspapers that would say, "Hey, yeah. look, a black guy just went and raped a white woman," and then the next day they'll say, "Oh, these white people just hung this black guy." Right. And then the black guys, the black people will go get their guns, and I'm they'll not- shoot a white guy, and then here come the whole town on, on, on this one town. And then they'll say something yeah. like, oh, there were 150 deaths when there was only like six. So and that's kind of what's going on now. Been doing this. Yeah, it's been going on for... Uh, yeah. That's crazy. That's absolutely crazy, man. I mean, and that's, and like I said, like, I understand that that's what sells uh, newspapers. That's what sells Coke bottles, if you will. Um, You know, that, that sells, uh, you know, t-shirts, I guess. Um, uh, And don't get me wrong. We, we still are like, that hasn't changed. We're still talking about those things. It's just now we're talking about a explosion in Beirut. And in certain ways, it's like, Hey, you know, I'm thankful in a way it sounds so messed up and I don't mean that I'm thankful for the the explosion but I'm thankful that there's something else to talk about other than something that is so polarizing all the time like the explosion happened and if you think that the explosion was a good thing then you're a terrible human being like there's no way that on this green earth you or me could ever disagree that the explosion uh was a a bad thing you see what I'm saying? So it's kind of nice that there is a common ground that we can all jump on and be and go, oh, yes, pray for Lebanon. You know what I'm saying? Um, whereas, you know, and that's what the news is leaning towards right now. I mean, they're still leaning on schools opening in, in coronavirus, which we could talk about for days and days and days. Um, but at the same time, you know, they, they've been doing that. I mean, they, of course, they got to pay their bills. And it, what's messed up is that they're using the unfortunate mishaps and the catastrophic things that happen to human beings to um, to make their money. You know, and that's how they they make their money. But listen, I, I do got to go. We can definitely talk about this later on tonight, um, later on tonight for sure. Um, but I appreciate you calling in Enemy Nation. Thank you so much for calling in, brother. You know, um, because I know that your intentions are always have always been good. You know, um, I know, you know what I'm saying? Like, with all due respect, you know, brother to brother, um, you know, I know that you've always, you know, you're you've always tried to have uh, a good step forward. You know what I mean? You've always had good intentions. Um, So I appreciate that, brother. You know, real talk. No, no problem. Appreciate you, too, man. Take care. (laughs) Thanks, man. Talk to you soon. So here it is, guys. I mean, you know, and I, I'm seeing some of you guys. I'm, I'm reading some. I've been reading your comments while we were talking. And the thing is, is like, I appreciate you guys being here. I always appreciate you guys commenting. I appreciate that you guys miss Tom. I miss Tom, too. But at the same time, we got to keep this ball moving. We The show must go on. There will be, you know, multiple people coming in and out of the show for right now until I find a proper replacement, if I even find a proper replacement. Um, And the thing is, is that um, because no one can really replace Tom's seat. I mean, Tom was really amazing and uh, was very informative. And yes, he had his opinions and he had strong opinions, but they were his opinions, which I really respected and admired. Um, but of course, you know, um, 
show's not going to stop. We're still going to have debates. We're still going to have conversations about things. We're still going to have call-ins. You know, we're still going to have the debates. I'm just trying to say, like, I'm not trying to turn to you guys and say that there there aren't going to be debates no more. No more people talking about things in the world. Hell to the no. You know what I'm saying? We're still going to be talking about those things. We're still going to have those debates. Absolutely. But at the same time, I still want to be able to keep the show, uh, have still have the lightness of the show still a part of it. That it's not all gloom and doom all day or a day, you know? And of course, I'm also trying to structure the show a little bit more too so that we can have more time to, like an allotted time, to have our debates on that one particular subject, you know, that one big subject. And then we get to talk about everything else that's going on in the world. But that one moment we get serious. And of course, you know, in the news, there's other serious topics and stuff that happen too. But we focus on that one thing, you know, we focus on that one thing that's, that's going on that we talk about. We have the call-ins. We do the debates so that, you know, people like Mr. Super, Enemy Nation, and Tanuvane can come in with their facts and have all their stuff ready to go. I don't want to lose that part at all with the show. Not at all. You know, that's the one thing I love about you guys. You know, you guys come in with the facts, man. Jack's not here, so I can't say facts, Jack. But you, you, you guys come in with the knowledge, you know, and, and the rebuttals. And those things are appreciated. Absolutely. So for sure, there will be uh, for sure, there will be conversations and debates on the shows. It's just that it's not going to be something that we do for three hours straight. And I hope that you guys stay with me and I hope you guys can understand that and are down with being a part of that. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know. We will obviously the show will grow and the show will change. It'll keep morphing. And this is the opportunity for the show. Like right now with Tom being um, Tom being, you know, not a part of it now. Um, you know, this is the time for the show to take a new. It's time to go into a metamorphosis and, and, and for the show to morph into something different and change into something more. And uh, it will happen. You know, it's going to happen. And th that's why I, I've been like last night. I was late to the show last night because I was working my butt off to get the content ready for next week and all that. And uh, and I'm going to continue to do so. And, you know, like I said, Tom ain't gone. He's just gone for right now. Hopefully he'll be back. And you're right, Debbie, um, you know. During election time, it would be brilliant to have him on. Um, but I think it would be a thing where he, he's just going to be on a little bit from time to time. And, you know, and we just go from there. You know, he needs to find his happiness and his happiness wasn't wasn't here, you know. And uh, so I wish him, uh, you know, a, 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 a bon voyage uh, towards his journey towards happiness. And the show will go on, y'all. And we will still have debates. I promise. We will still have conversations for sure. Even tomorrow, I'm sure there'll be some big debate that we'll be talking about for sure. You know? But yes, 
him during election time would be brilliant. And we'll see. You know what I mean? Um, it's not automatic, but it mostly just needs to be applied for in a reasonable uh, applied for in a reasonable time. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Ah, I see what you're saying. Okay. So yes, guys. Um, yeah, I'm, I've gone way over the time that I was supposed to be on, but hey, uh, you know, I think that was an important conversation, and I appreciate Emmy Nation for calling in and talking, um, and speaking his thoughts on that. You know, um, you know, it, it's. Uh, I know, I know, I know. Tom's not here. I understand that, and it sucks. But at the same time, we got to keep it moving, and we will still have these conversations and things and jack is also really great with the the research and pulling up the facts as well it's just that he's not somebody who speaks up a lot because it's usually me and tom they usually go back and forth with the conversation but you know things are changing and i think things are changing for the better um you know and 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 we'll keep the 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 vibe and the energy positive and of course you know there'll still be angry moments that's that's life that's how the show that's how a radio show or a show is but um you know uh i just think that uh things are going to change and i think th things are changing for the better for sure um and then hopefully what's better is tom comes back when the show is in a better place that's what i'm hoping for and i agree debbie sometimes people just need a break eventually i have a feeling in the near future, I'm probably going to say, hey, I need a few days off or I need a week off. You know, I need a little bit of a break, too. And, you know, uh, but it's totally warranted. You know, some people just need to find some need. Some people need that um, personal mental break. You know what I mean? Um, so. And you're right, uh, Tyrannus. Thank you so much for being on the show, man. Um, uh, but yes, detox is very good. You know, just, that's why I try my hardest to have a little bit of something light or something fun in the show so that it's not all just negative ish all day. Cause that can be really, really, really daunting on one person or on a person or on a show. And real quick, before I leave. I remember that there was a, a, a show a few, a few weeks back and it was just so heavy because there was just so many negative things that were going on in the show. And you guys in the chat were saying, man, man, it, it is so heavy today. This is, this, there's, a, there's a lot of gloom and doom today. Some people were signing off of the show because it was so negative. You see what I'm saying? I ain't about that life. That's why that was the turning point when I said, you know what? From now on, I'm bringing, I'm bringing the lightness back to the show. You know what I'm saying? We're going to talk about other things that aren't just about this one thing. And I even said, no more. I'm not going to bash Trump anymore. Or I'm going to try not to. You know, I'll only pull out that bash Trump card every once in a while. Like, flat. That's it. You know what I'm saying? And get back to the, the meat and potatoes of what this show is really all about. It's, it's about talking to people, having a good time, good vibes. Talk about what's going on in the world. Touch people's hearts in a good way. And, and leave people thinking. 
and hopefully, hopefully leaving you guys with a smile on your face. You know, not like Joker, you know, like, why so serious? Not that, but ha ha, ho ho, ha, not that. <laughs> yeah, see, Debbie, I know, I know you disappeared for a good minute because it was just all negative ish. And I'm just done. Like I said, I'm done with that mess. We could talk about those things all day long and we will. We will have those conversations because there's all types of terrible stuff that goes on and we got to talk about those things. But at the same time, I'm not going to I'm not trying to make it be that all day because for me, I walk out. I'm like, bruh, come on, be done with this. You know, enemy nation, I should have a bash Trump button. You know, that's a great idea. Thank you, because you know what? And for enemy nation that will know he will. That's when he will know to really tune into the show because you notice he didn't tune in until we started to talk about any th about things that were political. I'm just playing. But maybe I do that. And it's just <laughs> enemy nation's name just flashing over the over the top. Or it's like a bat, like a bat signal. You know what I mean? But it says E.N. or something like that in the cloud. So he knows. Oh, wait, Pascal's talk. Pascal's tr bashing Trump. Oh, snap. What is he saying now? Ooh, you know what I mean? But anyway, <laughs> I got to get going, guys. Um, I appreciate all of you guys for uh, for being on Real Talk. If you haven't done it yet, hit that like button down below. Uh, I will be on tonight. Uh, I think I'm going to be more closer to like 738 o'clock. But I promise you, I will put that in the com uh, the the community section of the show uh, today a little bit later because I don't know if I'm taking this this workout class or not. Uh, but I I I think I am. Um, but I just wanted to let you guys know I will be on tonight. It will mostly most likely be closer to 738 o'clock, and it will probably be for one very very solid hour um, because then I got to be back up and do this show on Friday. Um, but I will be doing call-ins tonight at on tonight uh at, at around 7 38 o'clock so be on the lookout for that for all you new people that came on like big cody uh thank you so much for being on uh nobleness d um thank you for being on uh shoot uh there was a new face i could have sworn it was like a brandy i think that was asking about um about tom um, you know, I appreciate you guys coming on. If you haven't done it yet, hit that subscribe button. Also, yeah, keep hitting that like button down below. You know what I'm saying? I really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I'll be on tonight. I'll let you know. Uh, yes, Lydia is somebody I am like working on talking about uh, bringing her back onto the show. Um, it's I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Lydia is um, awesome. Um, uh, no, Lydia. Okay. So real quick, Lydia had a baby. You don't remember that James, do you? She was pregnant. So she recently had a baby. So she's been very busy with her children and child rearing. The baby's only like three months old right now. So uh, two, two to three months old. So she didn't leave. She had to take care. She has to be a mom she had got she got to take care of that beautiful baby girl so she's been busy with that so she's not she's not leaving she just stepped aside because of her child because of having a baby
So uh, I'm hoping that she'll be back on because the conversations, uh, that's funny. Uh, Alicia on Facebook just said it. What's up, Alicia? Um, because the conversations that me and, and Lydia would have were insane and uh, a lot of fun and nutty, you know? Um, so, and sometimes totally, totally, uh, totally opposite opinions about things. And it was, it was entertaining as all, um, all kinds of crazy stuff, but, um, so I'm hoping that she'll be back on. I'm, I'm working on it though. You know, um, she might not be able to be on every day, um, but she'll be a face hopefully that you, you guys will see and get introduced to here in the very near, near future. She's amazing, beautiful woman, extremely talented, extremely funny. And uh, she's also family as well. But um, anyway, I'll be on tonight, probably around 7.30, 8 o'clock-ish. So be on the look f- out for that. Um, and it'll be only, I'll be only on for one hour. But I will be taking phone calls from everybody um, and be, uh, be a part of the show. I'd help, but the other, other work and kind of, <laughs> I'm kind of a little too pale. Hey. We, we have all types of people that come onto the show, black, white, Puerto Rican, or Asian. It don't matter. You know what I'm saying? If you got a good opinion, if you're, if you got an interesting opinion, you're always welcome on the Pascal show. Anyway, um, finally it's time to go, but I appreciate you guys. Like I said, tuning in, being a part of the conversation and uh, I'll see you guys tonight. Oh, and if you haven't done it yet, please follow my Instagram page. It's the Pascal Show, one word, on Instagram. So don't be shy. Go over there. Follow me on there, and we'll get this thing moving. Anyway, I'll see you guys tonight. Check out the, uh, the community page um, because I might go a little bit earlier, um, but don't know yet. All right? Uh, but, of course... I appreciate you guys. I appreciate all you guys. Be good to yourselves. Be good to one another. And I'll see you guys tonight. This is the Pascal Show. Bye.